I'm back again to talk about joy. Actually, you'll be spared hearing my voice as much this time. I've got a special guest to usher us into some hope and laughter. I just can't move past this need to focus on joy and hope right now. And I don't know about you guys, but these days I have to connect with those pockets of pure joy in the daily just to survive. There are far too many things in our world that are sad and just tough right now, you know, filled with drama, hurt, pain. And while, of course, I'm not ignoring those things, our hearts can get heavy. So even after we've prayed about it. So today, let's pause, ladies. Anything in the world that's troubling you, we just set it aside for a minute. I'm excited um, to hear from our guest, our special guest today, Dory McLemore. No relation to McLemore and his mostly epic thrift shop song. <laughs> Dory <laughs> is a storyteller and a, bring, a joy bringer. Ladies, her desire is just to really bring in joy to the platforms that she's on and, and remind women of the hope that they have in God's faithfulness. And so I was excited to bring her on. She's performed stand-up comedy for about 15 years since 2006, right? Yes. And audiences across the coast, even around the world. Sometime I'd love to hear about all that. She travels with some comedians like Michael Jr., Sisters United, and um, also the Unknown Tour. They're, they actually host like re retreats for women. And then her and her sister do a duo, which is really fun. She said she's even got her third sister involved once, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. We rope her in whenever possible. That's awesome. And of course, she's a mama, so she travels the carpool line for for different schools and <laughs> <laughs> she's been married to her Bible uh, college sweetheart for 25 years. Um, they have three kids. Her oldest is um, 21 and I think he's, he's studying to be an EMT or a firefighter. Yes. Yes. Yeah. On the way. Yes. On the way. And then she has an 18 year old who um, just is through the program of YWAM looking to be a midwife. And then her youngest is living with her and her husband in Dallas. Is that correct? Yes. And she's yeah. a cheerleader and pole vaulter. Oh, nice. Vaulting, <laughs> Super great. Um, yeah. And Dory's the author of a best-selling women's devotional that actually she wrote in 2020. And I'm going to hopefully she'll be able to share some of that, how that came about. But the book's called, it's a devotional called Hope Looks Good on You, a comedian's joy-inducing daily devotional for women. And I ordered mine, Dory. So oh. mine's supposed to get here in a couple days and I'm super excited. I was hoping it would get here. Darn Amazon Prime. Didn't get here in time. <laughs> but um, anyways, I found Dory just, you know, searching, looking for good content on joy. And I mean, literally word searching on joy. Um, and I started reading her blog and I just thought, why not? I'm, I'm maybe she'll be whimsical and join us on the podcast. So Dory, thank you so much for being here today. Oh, it is my honor to be a part of this. It's awesome. Oh, thank you. So I know you're in Texas now, and I'm just curious for our listeners, where did you grow up? And, um, you know, how many siblings do you have? I know you've got the two other sisters, which I also have two sisters. So, Oh, that's so yeah. cool. <laughs> yes. I, um, I'm actually from New Jersey, which I think I've lost my accent completely, but I don't know. Every once in a while it comes out. Like if I'm frustrated, <laughs> I'm like, I'm ticked off. I'm ticked off. And my I'm ticked like, off. Oh my gosh. You're, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I I couldn't pick it up before that. <laughs> yes. I, it doesn't come out unless I'm mad, I guess. So, um, <laughs> Or walking my dog, you know, something like that. Walking the dog. Yes. Um, we have family in Boston, so I can totally relate. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> we lived in Boston for a few years. I love Boston. Uh, I mostly love Boston. the warm weather, not the, the cold is so long. But um, oh, yeah. Yeah. yes, I do love Boston. <laughs> I, I grew up in New Jersey, and I was there like the first 10 years of my life. And my incredible parents 
they actually just celebrated their 50th anniversary this past summer and then I have um two just the two sisters so we didn't um get any brothers which my husband regrets that I have no brothers because he said I feel like (laughs) (laughs) he feels like I would be a lot tougher and easier to tease um but uh yeah I don't have any brothers so my sisters and I um always have done like crazy things together we just um like we had radio shows that we taped on our little tape decks. Um, we made up shows. Um, we had, I'd gotten like a video camera for my grandfather when video cameras had to be connected to the TV with a cord and I learned how to use it. And <laughs> I love it. I, we would make commercials or we'd film our Barbies. I mean, we just had like a very interesting, my parents built us a puppet stage. I think they just knew like we are going to be doing insane Fun things. Or, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of fun. So were you a funny kid? Like, have you always been funny? Like, were you born that way? Um, I Okay, I think funny <laughs> is relative. Um, I think that I was pretty nerdy, actually. Um, I just, I actually just posted a very embarrassing picture of myself um, on a blog post called My Dad Permed My Hair. And um, <laughs> I went to school. I, I, I literally, um, I got the worst haircut of my life. It was very short. And I just don't have the face for it, okay? If anyone knows what that means. I don't have the face for a short haircut. And I um, thought that a perm might help, um, which everyone knows besides me that that is not a good idea. And um, But I thought legitimately that the box, the person on the box, you know, that picture yeah. that they have on there, the long <laughs> hair, with the long curly hair, I thought it made your hair long and curly. I didn't even factor in that it didn't My hair isn't long and curly. <laughs> I advertising at its finest <laughs> I know exactly they were they tricked me and um so I was a dork a lot of my life um and um I ended up starting a new school like that and so um yeah so I think I was funny to a lot of people but not for the same reason I am maybe now so. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably true of all of us right <laughs> yeah. it built my personality though I figured you know I had to survive yeah. somehow so <laughs> you can run with it yeah <laughs> Well, my daughter too, she can play for hours with Barbies in her play world. Her is so wild and the poor naked Barbies I heard on another <laughs> podcast. That was hilarious, but that's our thing right now. And I'm just always trying to make clothes for Barbie and I'm just like not creative. I'm just <laughs> not there. And like I try and then like even this last weekend we went and saw my mom and my mom's, you know, she can sew. And so she made some Barbie clothes and my daughter was just like over the moon, but oh, I try awesome. Right. I give it my best shot. But I loved your story about your days as a silversmith. And I was hoping if you, you know, if you care to expound on that. Oh, my gosh. Made me laugh so hard. Luckily, my I that was not one in my childhood, because I think that could have been very dangerous. Um, But um, I I have a habit of like thinking I can do everything because I'm very cheap, I think. And I don't want to pay for things like I think how is the cheapest way I could do it, you know. Yeah. And I wanted to have necklaces at my table and I really liked the trend and it's still kind of a thing now where the hand stamped metal, you know, was really big mm-hmm. um, when I tried this back when my kids were babies and um, they were, you know, you put your na- the names on them or whatever. And um, I found out that um, if you buy a bunch of silver, like raw silver, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you're going to be a silversmith or good at it or you know and I had no skill set like at all I had no idea you had to have a skill set for this why I thought I just was gonna be a natural silversmith um I don't but know, you were but... making your own merch I yes mean, this is it. yes I thought I'm gonna do it myself I don't need anybody's help and I 
I realized I could not put two letters next to each other. And that's a problem <laughs> when you're trying to sell stuff. And, um, and that I had babies. And so like, they were oh my asleep gosh. and I would be banging on metal in the next row. I'm like, this is a terrible idea. And then I love that. they kept cutting people because the, you did, I didn't know you had to like polish it or like smooth it out. I thought it came like that. And so they like cut, like made a necklace and my mom was the only one that would wear it. And it was <laughs> Cut her neck. I'm like, she oh, was okay. wearing in solidarity. <laughs> yes, yes, she was. Oh, so I, I stopped. I, I still have it though. I can't get rid of it. I don't know why, but I what a have... great story. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, right? Like, yeah. it's just fun. And it's fun to realize, like, it doesn't matter as women, you know, because this podcast is, you know, Proverbs 14 1, wise woman builds her house. Like, what does that look like? Different seasons, different personalities, different scenarios. And so, like when you think about it, it's so good to know like what your gift settings are. Uh, yes. Right. And just to feel good about that and to run with it, you know, and yeah, comedy, being a comedian, you look for and you're you're looking for that silver lining, right? The simplest things you'll oh, yeah. try to find joy. I'm curious for you, like how has that helped you? Like as a human, as a woman, a believer, a wife, a mom, like I'm just curious to uh keep things simple is that what you said yeah or, or just to keep things funny like how is joy I uh, guess in the sense of joy like how yes. has that helped you I guess yeah I think I think it's so important to laugh at ourselves like I think you know we can either cry or laugh sometimes and um <laughs> I think it's just better to choose joy I think it is a choice because I mean there's always at any given moment something could be going wrong in your life I mean you could mm -hmm. pick to think about that and um I think one of my favorite verses talks about, you know, how we think on these things, you know, like the whatsoever things are true, whatsoever mm -hmm. things are pure, what, you know, all those things. It's like we can choose any of those things or we can choose to focus on issues. And so I think when we can laugh about something, you know, we can focus on that. That's what we're going to see, really. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to when we are looking for it, it's going to pop up more than, you know, anything else. So that's mm -hmm. definitely helped me change the way I think about it sometimes so yeah I love it well and then I I was thinking that I was going to ask you but I'd actually listened to a couple interviews before we did this and um so it got answered but I'd love for you to share a little um with our guests or with our audience like um I heard on the reverend and reprobate that your first time on stage was for a women's event right yes. so I'd love to hear how that all came about how'd you get into doing it like you go from you know the the um fun stuff that you have at home that your parents you know help you with and that kind of thing and then you go to um doing this as you know something that you you're you know you're doing it as a profession really right right <laughs> right I know I know I don't know how like the right way to get into this is like there's no real like comedy like <laughs> school like a college or something no classes that I mean there's probably classes but there's not like you know like you right. go to comedy track at, in high school that doesn't happen um so <laughs> I I really it's funny because my family is not shocked that I'm in it but and like I was the most surprised actually but um so back in 2006 I actually was at a women's conference um and I went to the altar. I just was praying and, and didn't have any specific reason really I was going there, but um, just thought I'd just pray. And I felt like the Lord kind of tapped me on the shoulder and kind of said, hey, when are you going to do that speaking ministry thing I called you to do when you were younger? And because I had gotten like kind of a word over my life of when I was a teenager mm -hmm. that I'd be like a mouthpiece for the Lord. Someone had told me mm -hmm. that. I thought, wow, that's but, powerful. Yeah. It uh, sounded like I was going to be his headgear or braces, but I was like, <laughs> All right, mouthpiece, whatever. Um, sure, yeah. 
Um, but I said, Lord, and I, I, so I was back in, you know, 2006, I said, God, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't just go up on stage. You have to be asked. I mean, people get arrested for just stepping up on stage. Like you need, you need to be, you know, you know, asked to do that. And he, I felt this is urging in my heart that he said, you know, just say yes. The next time you're asked, just say yes. And I thought that's easy. And I thought I'm off the hook. No one's going to just randomly ask me to come speak, especially because I knew it was like women. I knew for some reason it was women's stuff because I was already doing kids and youth. And I just felt a special like kind of bend uh, call yeah. towards women. And mm -hmm. so I was like, I'm off the hook. And the next day, the, the next, next day, day. The at next the same day. retreat, yeah. Wow. My women's ministry director walks up to me and says, Dory, I heard you had the ladies up laughing last night. I want you to come and be the entertainment speaker at our next women's conference. Oh my gosh. I know. And I'm like, well, I didn't even know what an entertainment speaker was. Like I was like, and I forgot completely what the Lord told me the night before. So I literally said, I'll pray about it, which is Christian for no, like it really is. Yeah. And <laughs> so I said, no, I basically said no. And then on the way home, I really, I remembered all of a sudden I went, oh my gosh, I was supposed to say yes. So I called her right from the car and said, Hey, um, I first supposed, I was supposed to say yes to that. And she wow. said, okay. And I, it was a 30 minute, she asked me to do 30 minutes of, and I didn't know what entertainment speaker was. Like, I didn't listen to stand up comedians ever because I wasn't allowed to, because they were all pretty foul at that point. Right. Um, and so I was like, I don't even know, I don't have any context for this. Like, I don't know yeah. what to do. And yeah. I had a notepad I would carry around with me. Thank God it was like six months away. And um, I <laughs> would just write down things that made me laugh. And then I would even wake up from sleeping and write notes like and laugh in my, like wake up laughing and write that's down. fantastic and that was I just think that was the Lord's grace on that's me because so great I had nothing you know and <laughs> anyone that's been in comedy for a little while would never start with 30 minutes like that is like you start with three minutes like people do wow that. <laughs> okay yeah. but I didn't know better so I guess you're like I'll just, just do this did it, right? <laughs> and how did it go I mean I'm sure well, did you enjoy it or I yeah. loved it. And, and thank God, I think he knew if I failed that first one, like I have bombed since it's not like I've never had a bad show, but like <laughs> that was like, had to go well, or he knew I'd never get on stage. Again. <laughs> so I, I did. It. it went well. I and, love uh, how organic it was. And, you know, just how every time, you know, it's kind of like, Oh, well, I love what you said. Uh, at some point you said that, you know, it's not like that nervousness goes away. But every time you get up, you still have to do it. So it's like, sometimes you just do things scared, right? Yes, yes, I do. Oh, my word. Every time. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, I feel like in 15 years, I would have developed something that's like some mechanism to not be afraid. But no, um, I, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I mean, now you're bringing joy and entertainment to so many different events. It's so fun. And um, but I was thinking, you know, yeah, I got nervous just thinking about this call. I was like, oh, my gosh. So oh, I yeah. could relate because I, you know, I mean, I've had this podcast idea around since 2017. It's just hasn't gone away. And, you know, a lot of it was just this idea of being able to encourage and uplift, you know, not awesome. necessarily through comedy, but and it's kind of like in January, God was like, okay, can we do this now? Yes, yes. <laughs> and I so I'm that. like, okay, I'm going to do it. So, um, yeah. And you mentioned just rolling with the punches and, you know, not reading your own press because that can really, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. So it's so cool. But um, did I read somewhere or hear that? Did you ever perform with Angela Johnson? Have you ever? Oh, yeah. So I, I was actually 
a finalist in her Bonquiqui contest, which I You I, were? I, <laughs> no it was at an event and she she was at my church and it was so funny because I had never even seen her sketch of that. And okay. I was a big fan, so I don't know how I missed that. Okay, I, I don't know how. But um, so literally she announced, okay, guys, we're going to do this Bon Quiqui contest tomorrow no at the event. And I was like, I need to be on that stage. And oh, all night, like, I stayed up and, like, wrote a little sketch myself. And I, I practiced for hours and hours and then ended up being a finalist on her. Now, a young girl beat me out. Like, she was a little girl, which I think is, like, you know, everyone's going to. That's awesome. Vote. Yeah. <laughs> no chance i have no chance yeah but, well, yeah. i just want to tell our audience if anyone she's actually coming uh came to reno or no coming to reno this saturday oh, and she sold fun. out so i was bummed but yeah That's if awesome. anyone doesn't know who angela johnson is she's another female christian comedian and there's not very many so right right <laughs> done some really fun stuff so just look up bon Quee Quee on youtube but yeah well, i wouldn't that. even remember me at all i'm sure she would not but it's fine but it's I just still... hearing her name yes. fun, you know so you talked a little bit about 2020 and how that year was hard on an interview that i was listening to and so i wanted to ask you because i know you know for some of us it was just a mixed bag it started out great with everyone at home and then right. just gets hard you know can you share a little bit of that i think a lot of listeners sure. can to the hard during that time and I've heard others say you know even even all the stuff going on in our nation with the fighting whether oh, whatever different things yes. going on so many people were in depression I've heard that part of that was just people trying to get their dopamine levels up by picking right. fights oh that might be <laughs> I don't know but honestly um, well you know I think from an extrovert's perspective it's like isolation is death like it's like yeah. horrible True. um I know a lot of introverts were happy, but I was like, you know, I am not happy. Like I, I just, and for me, you know, you find out real quick, you're not essential, you know? <laughs> so I was like, well, yeah, um, I mean, stand up comedy, right. you have to stand up somewhere. You yes. have to have venues and they're all shutting down. They're shut down. I know. And I couldn't get on a stage. I mean, it was just, I didn't realize how much I loved it until that year mm. really, because, and, and it's not that I need that, like, I don't know, high or fix or something. I just really miss people. I miss right being with people and, and hugging people. And I just, I mean, it was cool for like two, maybe a week, honestly. I don't even know if I liked the two weeks. <laughs> yeah. I was like done. And I, I'm like, we have watched all the Marvel movies in order. We have done the trilogies of you know, Back to the Future and Matrix. Yes. Like, we are done. I am ready. And, um, yes. and it was so funny because like six months in, I remember like, I mean, I had all my stuff was canceled. All of it was postponed. Or canceled, wow. you know? And it was just so depressing. And I was like, um, well, like we ended up at this, uh, a restaurant that was actually open. It was like an Asian restaurant. And my, um, all of a sudden the lights went down and like, there was like this karaoke night that was like, oh. surprising. and I cannot sing to save my life. And I was like, I don't care. I don't, I want to get on stage. I just want to minister. Like I wanted to like, like just entertain minister through my music, which was horrible. It was, it was the worst. And I, so the fun. owner videotaped me, which I think I'm probably on some like worst karaoke like channel somewhere. <laughs> um, but it was That's bad. perfect though. That's perfect. Oh, yeah. But yeah. um I did actually write, you were right about that. I wrote my book during 2020 um because I really had no more excuses left. I mean really <laughs> what was I doing? You know, I had to do like something. But no, I, I really did feel like God had put it that on my heart for a long time, kind of like this podcast for you. I mean years. And um I just never really, you know, would put like take the time to do it. And so I, and it's funny cause God like literally kind of tapped me on the shoulder and was like, okay, you're going to write that book. And I said, Lord, I'm like in a bad mood this year. I don't think I'm going <laughs> to do that. I'm in a bad mood. 
<laughs> I, I don't want to write a book about hope. I really don't. And um, I, it's really not about hope. It's, it's basically daily devotions. It's a funny story. And then there's like a biblical, you know, tie in and then a journal mm-hmm. prompt. And mm-hmm. so it's not like all about hope. It's but hope is kind of weaved throughout it and joy. Yeah. And um, it's funny. So there's joy in there. And I, I really think that's, I mean, medicine for the soul, like the Bible says, it really does um, help you when you can laugh at something. And um, I've had one lady to come up and tell me that um, she's like, when are you going to write another book already? I'm like, on my third way through, I just read one every night and just go to bed <laughs> laughing. And she goes, it's my medicine. I take it like medicine every night. Wow. And I was like, I love wow. That. That's, That's so cool. Great. I know. I think you mentioned somewhere too. It's like, it takes, they say it takes 21 days, right? To form a new habit. So you're forming right. a new habit of hope and yes. joy. That's like right. Hope. Cause it's yeah. 21. Yeah. 21 days. And I was like, you know, I, I was in a place, I felt like I was hope bankrupt at that moment. I think the Lord really did have to do some kind of work in me that like, I I'm still on that journey. Like, I feel like sure. I'm not, you know, we're all kind of, no one's arrived in the area <laughs> of hope and joy. Like I just, feel like the more though that we recognize how important yeah. it is to live in a, a hopeful mindset, but not just hope yes. in like the world or hope in ourselves. I think hoping in God is the key because mm. he's really hope. The only thing that's hope worthy, like anyone else can let I us love down. That. We can let ourselves down. I mean, there's, it's just, he's the only thing, only one person. I'm not thing. Uh, the only person that cannot let us down like that. And so yeah. I just felt like he was like, Dory, are you going to ride every single wave of emotion and during this whole year? Or are you going to anchor yourself? Are you going to anchor yourself mm, in me? Become like a good. buoy in the ocean of these emotions and, and ride above it instead of being just dragged ashore and like slammed into the ground every time. And I realized, uh, yeah, that sounds better to me to not be slammed. <laughs> slamming around. Yeah. I would rather not be slammed into the ground, please. Yeah. There is a scripture somewhere, right? It talks about hope as the anchor. Yeah. Yes. I don't know where, but yeah, that's great. That's yeah. So I should good. probably memorize that one. That's a good I, one. I like <laughs> my, my favorite verse is so funny because it's on a mug and I realized I don't know if I would have actually remembered that it was there until I saw it. It's on my mug like every day. I'm like, wow, I actually really like this verse. And now I put it in my book. When I sign a book, I put Proverbs 31, 25 in there. And I actually think I've avoided Proverbs 31 for a long time because the Proverbs 31 woman makes me look bad. such a high standard, right? She makes me look bad. I don't like, you know, think rising early is that great. And um, so I, um, yeah. So, but Proverbs 31, 25 says, you know, that uh, she clothes herself with strength and dignity and laughs without fear of the future. And I just think that's so applicable to this time and, you know, this day and age. I mean, obviously it was back then as well in the biblical times that people must have had fear about the future. And I'm like, wow, what is she? She didn't even have the New Testament. (laughs) Right. Yeah. He knew somehow that God was able to, you know, he had seen the future. He'd been there and he's, he's able to be um, hoped in. And, you know, that's, that's for me powerful because if she can say that and, you know, and if, you know, I, I just think that that's possible for me too. Amazing. And when I yeah. look to him for hope, it's like, I'm not going to be dragged down anymore. Right. So good. I was also going to ask you, because I heard it again in an interview, um, if you don't mind sharing how the title came about for your book, The Hope Looks Good on You, because I love it. It's it's one of those things where you can just imagine someone like pointing their finger, their pointer finger yes. and winking and saying, Hope looks good on you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, 
It's actually my, okay, so my little girl, she's 14 now, but she's always had this gift of encouragement. And and mm. she's got some sass in there too now. Like, I don't know. Sure. If, we don't know what she's a mixed bag. And, she's um, still 14. Yeah. Yes, she is 14. And she's always, even when she was little, she had like, you know, some like sayings that were like, ooh, okay, we're not sure where this is going. But um, she just, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, but she's very encouraging. In fact, she'll do, it's so funny. She'll do these massages on me sometimes. She's like, I want to give you a massage. And she'll Aww. give me a massage. I know my favorite game. Um, and she says, <laughs> um, she'll do these positive affirmations and she'll say, your house is clean. Your children are making you gifts. I mean, like just <laughs> like lies, but I oh was like, I goodness. love this. I know I should have recorded it at one point. Now she probably won't do it. But um, so what happened was I think she, she can always sense when I'm like, kind of like on edge or something. And this, I'm like, I will pay for counseling later for that. I'm sorry, honey. Um, <laughs> you're like my like rock. I mean, that should not happen. Um, but sometimes she'll just grab my arm and twirl me around or she'll, um, I'm short. Um, and also <laughs> she'll um, do this thing where she'll put in post-it notes all over my room or something, wow. like wherever I'm going to be. I know. I'm And this one day she put a post-it note and it actually said, love looks good on you um, on my mirror. But okay. um, because God was really dealing with my heart about hope and like, I guess love looks good on you is actually a song title. So I wasn't sure if I could even use that. <laughs> um, but I just was like, you know, I think hope is what really, you know, and God was really ministering to me. And I thought, wow, like hope looks good on you. Like that is, it stands out as something that mm-hmm. like, if, if we were all wearing hope right now, like what would the world look like? You know, wow, how different I... that would look. And wow. Yeah. Um, you know, the mouth of babes, you know, they just, uh... yeah, they have a way of doing it. I love it. Well, yeah, especially, yeah, these days, you know, right. There's so much hopelessness. There's so yes. much, you know, pain and sadness, which, you know, it's like being able to set that aside and, yeah, you know, no, and, and just... I, I found out, like, I think, I don't know if there's actually a name for this and I don't know what it is. So this is terrible, but I should look that up also. Um, But what I found is that, um, and it it happens when you try to like, if you're looking, okay, this is a silly example, but I was looking to buy a car at one point and I really liked the GMC Acadias. And all of a sudden, um, everywhere I looked, there was a GMC Acadia. And I (laughs) thought- Isn't that the truth? Yes, they're just everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think the GMC Acadias around the world like found me. Just I all think, of a sudden started showing up. <laughs> right. I don't think they just started driving near me because they knew I wanted one. I was like, I think it's because my heart and my head were in tune to them. Wow. And so, so I started seeing the ones that already were there. And True. I think what happens is if we tune into hope, we start seeing hopefulness everywhere. Yeah. And, and that really... Oh can work, you know, I mean, you can make it work in your disadvantage. If you see fear, I mean, you're going to, you're going to find reasons to fear and you're going to find, you know, these hopeless situations. But if you look for hope, it's like, it's everywhere, you know, it's and truth. it's like, you have to train your brain. Yep. Um, yeah. Look, look for what you actually want to see. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. And become the change you want to be in the world. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Well, any upcoming shows that you're planning to be at or um, any anything that you're looking at in the future? I loved hearing in one interview that, you know, you have a, a group of other, um, you know, other ladies that you guys do comedy to, together. We might yes. have something on in the future. So that's so great. Um, but yeah, just curious if you 
have any upcoming retreats or right right yeah you know it's funny I have a lot of private events coming up it's hard because it's like stuff I can't really invite anyone to but like or like I have a fundraiser uh event this Friday night which probably will be passed but maybe by the time people are listening to this (laughs) um but um I I will try and post tomorrow actually oh great okay well this one's in Waco Texas it's called uh uh oh my word um bruise and oh my goodness well I should at least know what the name of it is that's that's (laughs) awesome yes look me up and uh, yeah. Yeah, you should be able to come up um also um like we'll, we'll get to you know there's a bunch of shows coming up around the we have a christian comedy association that i'm part of and um there's a conference in june so i have some shows there i do a lot of mother's day events and things like that love it but it's all like you know kind of private churches events doing that but um, my sister and I have some show, like, uh, my sister and I do Dorian Missy comedy together. So she does sketch comedy and I do stand up comedy and we kind of joined forces and kind of are doing this, so uh, good. girls night out. You know, I, I, I do a lot of my favorite events, honestly, are girls, girl night out events, um, nice. where they come out and they just need, women just need to just laugh together. I feel like yes. it's so healing and mm. it's so fun. And they, um, there's usually chocolate involved, which is always <laughs> yeah <laughs> and um and then at the end I kind of share a little bit about hope and about um you know what God is doing in um you know with that in my life and and um I love having the book to offer at the shows because yeah I've always like hated like leaving a show like I just feel like I'm like man, man we just got so close and we got we bonded and we opened the door for laughter just opens the door of people's yes. hearts you know and then it's like I didn't make any kind of deposit I just kind of like shut the door I'm like okay goodbye you know and so it's and so your nice. and your merch your merch table of um yeah silver has <laughs> sharp, that sharp has silver. <laughs> <laughs> painful silver products <laughs> have sailed yeah um yeah it's fails Pinterest fails and in back please um no, so I, yeah, I just love that I have something that I can offer them and, um, and not, uh, you know, something that's going to last longer than that time together and, and hopefully develop a habit of hope and joy. And hopefully when they're done my devotional, they'll get another one and, and something that would feed them, feed their spirit and, and continue so that, that habit, you know. Oh, so great. Thank you, Dory, so much for being with us today. Yeah, and for and the freedom and the reminder to, to laugh at the days to come. Um, yes. So listeners, you can find Dory on all the social media platforms at, at Dory, dot, Dory Comedy, right? Dory yes. Comedy. Yes. yes. And I'll add the name of her book, her platforms, the names of the teams that she travels with in, in the show notes if you want to find them later. And also on her website, I want to mention that she's offering like a free three-day devotional. Yes. So you can subscribe. That's, I thought that was really cool. Um, and her books available, you know, on Amazon, Target, Barnes and Nobles, her blog posts, um, that she's got are excerpts from her devotional and some stories that she's planning. It sounds like you're planning a second book. Yes. I'm writing a second. Yes. So yeah. some of those news stories are on, on the blog as well. I love it. Thank you so much for being oh, with us, Dory. I thank you for having me. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> you have a great day. You too. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye now. Well, ladies, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know I sure did listening to Dory uh, share just about hope and and joy. 
you know, I didn't realize she was a comedian until after chewing on some of her blog content. And then, you know, I'd, I'd read something and come back and just walk away laughing with a good perspective and a lot more hope in my heart. And so I know you'll continue to fuel your tanks if you choose to follow her and um, also get her book. I'm looking forward to getting that here in the next couple of days. But Ladies, I'm excited that we can focus on joy, practice moving away from becoming so serious about ourselves or others, and start to look for some of the fun things uh, in life to lighten that load. Um, I really did enjoy how she shared, appreciated her sharing that, you know, we can laugh at the days to come. And that scripture, Proverbs 31, a lot of times might seem intimidating to be this Proverbs 31 woman, but when you break it down and laughing at the days to come, that's a hope that's anchored in God, knowing that no matter what comes our way, um, you know, we, we, we can dance through the kitchen making dinner. We can laugh um, and show our kids what it's like to laugh through things, you know, at the days to come. There's, there's a lot that's serious in our world right now, and I'm not downplaying that, but to find those pockets of joy and celebrate is good. And for some of us, that goes against our very nature. We're not naturally inclined to, to look for the good. Um, it's not where we live. It's not our wheelhouse. And that is okay. And the way that, you know, we can practice finding, you know, that is going to change our brain. It's going to change our life and our family. And it's critical to find that way of joy because as God has said, the joy of the Lord is strength. It's our strength. So maybe find a way to practice it, you know, grab a clean joke book that just, you know, gives you a little laughter find some funny things that are quirky to you um, and just fill your heart with that joy so you can enter the world and look to the days ahead with a hopeful uh, idea of what's to come. So anyways, enough. And thank you guys for listening. Can't wait till next time.